Welcome, welcome. I am your host, Ryan Keyes, and you are listening to the School of Consciousness. You can catch us on YouTube as well. We do a lot of other shows, such as After Hours, Angels, Aliens, and anything else. And we also do a Tarot Tuesday. And then I am going to start doing an Enlightened Love Lounge. We have a uh, chat section and a board section in the community, soc.live, which is uh, the abbreviations of the School of Consciousness. And we're going to do an Enlightened Love Lounge. We also are doing um, Saturday every other week, meeting up, doing group sessions. This one's going to be a little bit later, everybody, just to let you know, because um, I've got an appointment on Saturday that i got to go to. So I'm going to have to, I'll put that updated time and then let everybody know um, in the community. So if you are part of the community, you are actually live while this is recording. And we're going through this podcast. We've got questions, we got answers, we got all kinds of cool stuff. So... I'm appreciative of you being here and supporting this, as you can see in the title of this podcast, Creating the Life You Desire. How do you do that? It is something that all of us are really looking to do. There, I guarantee you there's not one of you that's listening to this right now that doesn't want to create the life you desire, right? Am I right? I know that that's so true. Um, so what do we do at the School of Consciousness? We merge mind, body, and soul with scientific methods to create the reality that you really want. And today's episode, we're going to dive in, creating the life you desire. And what we're going to talk about is how to eliminate negativity, overcome the victim mindset, and release your old story to live a new life filled with purpose and joy, which will ultimately lead you to abundance. Because when you feel good, your life starts to go good. And you you know, like they have the terminology, uh, somebody's lucky. Um, it's not so much that they're lucky. They're just actually connecting to life and life is bringing them along. So let's dive into the first portion of creating the life you desire, which I would, I would personally say it is understanding the victim mindset. Um, many of us have had a time or two where we have felt like a victim. Um, if you look into the um, kind of like the uh, role of spirituality or like the levels of spiritual awakening, that's the first entrance, the dark night of the soul, like holy moly, what am I going to do? The dark night. Um, understanding that mindset is essential. So unveiling the destructive nature of the victim mindset, right? The victim mindset is very, it's, it's a very difficult space to get out of. It is a disempowering state of mind where the individual that's experiencing it perceives themselves as helpless. Oftentimes their dialogue or their surroundings or the people that they're entertaining support this helplessness. And they believe that the external circumstances that they're stuck in or controlling their life. They essentially feel that they've given up their free will, that they have no choice left. So this mindset keeps us stuck in a cycle, blaming others and ourselves and feeling powerless, avoiding personal responsibility, which is interesting because science supports this, right? Individuals with a victim mindset, they experience high levels of cortisol, which makes them also generally um, have heart issues, metabolism issues, um, eating issues, digestive issues, and other um, ailments which can lead to chronic illness. And it's not always a proven 100%, but it's pretty true to the, to the form in that the reason is, is because we perceive ourselves as um, stuck in a constant state of threat. So these higher levels of stress and lower levels of self-esteem and reduced life satisfaction, they lead us to this struggle where we feel defeated. We feel that we're stuck in a pattern. 
And the benefits of recognizing that destructive nature of the victim mindset is we can break free from those limitations and we can open ourselves up to new possibilities, which is the goal, right? That's how you're going to get closer to what you want is to shift away from victimhood to feel more empowered, to take control of your life and to make proactive choices that lead to personal growth and fulfillment. One of the things I've been working on today is I've been developing a few different protocols. I developed a meditation sequence with phrasing and wording and the way we breathe and the sound that's being used in the background that assists you in activating both hemispheres of the brain and reconnecting yourself to a fullness so that when you're being, let's say, fed information, that you're able to digest it. You're able to connect it. You're able to nurture your neural pathways organically to shift away from whatever it is that we're trying to move from and go towards what it is that we're consciously creating. So as we shift away from this victimhood, as we shift away from that, we begin to empower ourselves and take control of our life. And this is when you start to feel full. And, and, and think about this for a second as a uh, kind of a, uh, a metaphor or analogy. When an animal is under attack, they shit themselves. Sorry to be blunt. They, everything that they don't need, gone. So their stomach, their body is not full, right? They're not thinking about anything other than fleeing and self-survival. Rarely are they thinking about anyone or anyone else because they're so stuck in the self. So if you're in a constant state of stress, this is why it gives you all of these digestive issues. This is why your your body you're constantly craving or you're constantly hungry when you're in a state of fight or flight because the cortisol has you confused. You're being triggered to eat more because you're you're literally not taking any nutrients from the food. So when you're in fight or flight and the animal craps itself and it runs. It makes itself lighter and it dedicates everything to the exterior, to the external places, to the legs, to the arms, and to the observation to get out, to look for a way. So you're constantly darting about. You're, you're using your logic to look for a way out of everything rather than to being... And in, in, in you only are looking for obvious ways. You're not looking for the unseen ways. You're not able to tap into discernment. You're also not able to receive information. You're not able to collaborate. You're not able to co-create. You're not able to receive information coming in, whether it's a meditation or a mantra, an affirmation, or reading anything. It just goes in and craps right out because you're in a cortisol state. Now, and that's something, right? And that's how we start to examine the subconscious patterns because the victim mindset is so deeply ingrained in our subconscious. Um, and it is placed there by programming and by childhood conditioning and societal influences past experiences, but to pull the power back from these areas, we have to understand that the inception of trauma is an event. It is the incident. The trauma that you're continuing is no longer the incident. From Let's take me for example, being molested. That was the incident. That was the occurrence. Continuing to give me dysfunctions or feelings of, uh, self-worth issues throughout years to come had nothing to do with the incident. It had to do with the way I was able to interpret the information gathered and incorporate that or integrate that into my life. 
because I was unable to face the things because of shame and blame and fear, I continually cultivated other avenues and other information and other experiences to emulate or to mirror the same feelings to keep me stuck in the same frustration, almost carrying the torch for my abuser, almost supporting my abuser more than myself as I went forward. So we start to understand that the victim mindset is deeply ingrained into your subconscious, right? These, pa- these patterns, they shape our beliefs and our thoughts and our behaviors. They reinforce the victim mentality. And w- proof for this, uh, neuroscientific proof research reveals that um, subconscious mind control is a, it, the subconscious mind control is a significant uh, portion of thought and action. W- how do you think you still are alive when you sleep, right? That's autonomic, but it's not, um, that's, but the subconscious is still active. When you're dreaming, it's active. The subconscious is gathering data and information everywhere you go, looking for that constant state to support fight or flight. And when you examine these patterns, you start to see reoccurring themes or triggers or, or uh, people or places, situations. These are all designed by your subconscious to be pulled into you as a frequency or an energy and as a magnetic um, support system for your victim mindset. So, and when you immediately go to, yeah, I can't do that, but that sounds great, but yeah, I just can't get there because I'm going through this. That's a victim. And being a victim is it never going to end up victorious. So don't, and, and setting yourself up for failure, like saying you're going to do something and then not doing it, that's also being a victim, right? Completion, determination, and getting things done uh, deliberately is essential in understanding this. And by understanding and acknowledging our subconscious patterns, um, we're allowed to police ourselves a little bit, for lack of a better term, to interrupt these negative thought patterns and to break free from the the, uh, the self-sabotaging, tongue-twisting behavior by bringing these patterns to light, right? I got to wet my whistle. Woke up a little late last night, in the middle of the night, sore throat, feeling cranky, feeling crabby. I immediately went into meditation and mindfulness because I just didn't I didn't want to um, allow my body's physical form to to bleed in with a negative feeling. I didn't want to support what I was feeling physically with anything from the past, so I let it be a standalone situation and been working on it today. This is another way you could do it, right? And the breath is an essential pattern for this. And the um, some of the products that I'm offering, which are going to be under RyanKeys.com and under um, Sacred Launch. And I've created several pieces of content that will help you when you feel like you can't help yourself. You can just plug them in, hit play, and then boom, drift into healing. And that's what the goal is, right? That's what we're trying to do, set you up for healing, set you up to be here. Because being here is healing. And now looking at that, breaking the pattern, breaking the, reframing the mindset, breaking that line of thinking, you're actually choosing your free choice. You're choosing to empower your belief by um, changing your behavior. Now, the interesting thing about self-limiting beliefs If you feel stuck, these self-limiting beliefs are so deeply ingrained in your thought and your perception that it limits your potential 
and undermines your confidence specifically to support the victim mindset. So we're when we believe we can't, like the little train that says, I can't, I think I can, I think I can. When we believe we can't, there's no reason at all why you can't complete something, why you could not um, finish. And it's hard because so much of our dialogue, so much of how we've designed our life is in support of this deeply ingrained issue, right? These beliefs often stem from past failures or self-criticism. And like me, like I was short, I was fat, I was beaten up. I could go on and on and talk about all the nicknames and I could dive back in and I could even believe that that's carried through my life. But it does, it's counterintuitive. It, it's not going to change anything, right? And there's so many studies that demonstrate that self-limiting beliefs, they create this biasness. We create a biasness within ourselves so that we continue to support the pattern. You see, everything, anything, even a weed needs water. Um, everything needs to be fed. And if you are still experiencing a victim state of being, you're feeding it. And it's not being fed from your past. Let's just be honest. It's being fed from the present moment. So whatever you're complaining about, whatever's draining you is your choice, right? It's your free choice. You're leaking energy because you're not wanting to look at it truthfully. And until you do, it's not going to change. Now, I am not one of those people that's going to force you to get into the space where you have to make a choice because I'm not going to override your free will. But I will support you because I know these beliefs restrict our ability to see opportunity. And I know taking risk is a little bit, quote unquote, risky, right? And to become a better person, essentially, what are you saying to yourself? I'm not good enough right now. I need to be better. So ultimately, what we want to do is we want to be our highest version. We want to tap into being present. Right now, you are your best self. You've just set yourself up with activities. You're honoring the wrong God. You're, running, you're honoring the wrong um, hallmark for your energy. You're, you are your best self. You've never not been your best self, but you're just making, you're supporting the wrong thing. Granted, if you don't want to change it, you're supporting the right thing. Manifestation is a very interesting thing. The law of attraction is always in alignment. The law of attraction is always working overtime. Everything around you, everything within you, everything going on in your life, you've created magically and attracted it to you uh, synonymously, right? So by challenging and replacing these self-limiting beliefs, we can expand your possibility. We can open ourselves up to new opportunity. You can overcome these beliefs, and then you can begin to understand what I feed grows. What I choose will take me to my future. So I need to be really aware of what I'm doing. I need to be really aware of my behavior. I need to be really dialed in to what my dialogue is saying. I need to really understand where am I leaking energy. How do I overcome these beliefs? How do I cultivate a growth mindset? How do I enhance self-confidence? And how do I create a positive self-image? Number one, and we'll go into more ways um, at different times. The biggest, easiest way 
for me to help you right now other than sitting down with you across the table, across the Zoom, and really setting intention and supporting you, which I can do at ryankeys.com. But I can't do that all now, and I know that you really want to change. So if you would like help, go to ryankeys.com or come to the community, soc.live, and take up the torch. Pick up that light. Don't be afraid to shine it in that dark. You won't be alone. What I can give you now, right now, if I can give you a tool for your toolbox, the biggest thing is to take ownership and responsibility. Because taking ownership and responsibility, it means recognizing that you have the power to shape your thought, that you have free choice, that you have the ability to alter your environment and your actions. It involves accepting your responses to the circumstances. So there's a level of acceptance. There's a level of acknowledgement. And this is going to be used to determine the outcome rather than being at the mercy of external factors. No longer letting the outside control the inside environment. There's been so many studies that support this, that emphasize the importance of personal responsibility in achieving success. And I can tell you personally, from the people that I've worked with, well over a thousand, that when you take ownership of your life and you exhibit greater resilience, when you take acknowledgement and you are adaptable and you are ready for growth, God is there and you will get to where you want to go. I promise. There's never a person that I've seen that doesn't apply the methods that we do, that doesn't seek and get resolution. They get where they need to go because they know where they're going. And that's the first key. Embracing ownership and responsibility is going to empower you to break free from the victim mindset and to become proactive, a creator of your life. It allows us to make choices. It takes decisive action and adapts to challenges and resistance hang on one second i think i got something going on with some beeping There's no better time like the present to pause a podcast and to jump up 18 minutes in and to go take care of a a beeping. (laughs) Thank you, Bubba. Batman was creating some beeping sounds. So one of the beautiful things about when we record this live, life is life, right? Life is being alive. There's no perfect situation. There's no perfect outcome, but you deal with it as you can. You go forward with faith. And when you are doing your life, if the beeping comes up in the background, don't ignore it. And don't just stop. Address it. Address what you need to to take care of with everything and everyone around you. Be open. Create your environment in in such a way that it is authentic, that it is is transparent, and that it it evokes change. Embrace that ownership and responsibility. Embrace that. Break free from the victim mindset. 
Become a proactive creator in your life. It allows you to make conscious choices and to take that decisive action and to adapt. Taking ownership is, it is literally the foundation for personal growth. Taking ownership of where you're at and becoming fully aware, the one thing it's going to show you, it's a little scary, it's going to show you there's a lot of shit that you've been dealing with. There's a lot that you shouldn't be dealing with. There's a lot of people, places, and things in your life that need to go. And I'm sorry you've created a world within a world, but most of that, once you have that dark night of the soul and you dive into that spiritual awakening, nobody wants to go there, nobody wants to say it, but most of what you've created along the way was to support the victim. And just like in AA, <laughs> You're not going to recognize that you're an alcohol and then go out to the bar with your buddies and play designated driver. Self-inflicted punishment is not a way to prove that you're doing your work, right? Set yourself up for success. And to do so, you need an environment that's conducive with being present and taking this on. You want to embrace the empowerment as you take ownership. You want to shift from the victim mindset to empowerment. You want to take ownership of your thoughts and of your actions because when we shift from the victim mentality to the empowered mindset, we're going to reclaim personal power. So we're going to be full of a lot of power that we've been leaking because we're making different choices and we're going to need it because we're going to feel a little alone. Just a heads up, you're going to feel a little bit in solitude when you start to make those conscious decisions that support your healing because a lot of people in your path or supporting your sickness. And it sucks. It doesn't mean that they're going to be gone for good, but it means that they need to go right now because you need to focus on being able to focus. And when you shift from that victim mentality to empower that mindset and you reclaim your personal power, you are now an active participant in creating your reality. So taking ownership means acknowledging that you have the power to choose your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions, your intentions, regardless of any external circumstances or person or place or thing. By taking responsibility for your thoughts and your behavior, you are freeing yourself from believing that the external factors control your life and you are no longer living a limited outcome. You are exploring the power of personal responsibility and you are creating the desire that you want. So creating the life you desire begins by personal responsibility, empowering you to become conscious creators. You're creating unconsciously right now. This is a wake-up call. I'm planting a seed. You are not going to get past this point. It will be there and it will itch you. It'll be like a rock in your shoe. You're going to remember this over and over and over. You're going to remember this. It's going to be a rock in your shoe. Every single time you say something bad about yourself, you're going to hear my voice. Every time you say something that is less than what you deserve, you're going to hear my voice. Every time you sit in a conversation with somebody that's, that's taking away from your energy, you're going to hear my voice. Because personal responsibility empowers you to become a conscious creator, and we need you right now. Waking up is not a luxury. Waking up is part of what is needed, and we need you to do your work right? It allows all of us to be able to recognize growth. And when we come as a collective, we're changing the direction, right? We're changing these things. We're being pioneers. Your thoughts, your emotions, your actions are going to shape the experience and the outcome of the new world. 
So expect expect some blowback. Expect some friction with the, the when you're creating a new future. Expect that that's not going to feel so good at times. And that's why you want to go to soc.live or some other place like that. And you want to have a community. You want to have a support team, right? Because when you embrace personal responsibility, you got to let go of the notion that these external circumstances, people, places, and things are standing in the way of your happiness and success, right? To overcome limiting beliefs and self-sabotage, you've got to step into your power. Because limiting beliefs, they are thoughts that hold you back from reaching your full potential. They stem from the past. They are, they are reproduced right now by your energy, by your intention. Fear, unless you're running from something, is not supposed to be here right? You're not supposed to be afraid to talk to that guy or girl. You're not supposed to be afraid to take that chance with that job. You're not supposed to be afraid to walk outside. You're not supposed to have fear because you're living in a state of higher discernment and discernment doesn't need fear unless it feels that it needs to tap into instinct because there's a, 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 some, a, a pack of wild wolves running you down, right? And once you learn to do that, you break free from this self-sabotage. You break free from these patterns. You release yourself. You're no longer in the repetition. You're no longer repeating these negative behaviors. The self-destruction stops. And then you have all this energy. And you have all this open space. And you have... Then you're going to wonder, what do I do? What do I do with all this energy? What do I do with all this open space? I, I feel a little bit uh, alone right now. And that's because you have not yet created the people that are going to be along with that vibration. So you have to hold that vibration. You have to make sure your choice is a powerful tool that enables you to shape your existence. Your current, present, future will come from this. Right? That accountability is going to hold, hold you true to your goal. That accountability is going to create a sense of consequences from your choices that are coming from being conscious it will honestly bring the people that you need to your door. will honestly open up that much more altruistic lifestyle, that much more um, soothing, rewarding feeling that you're looking for. That bliss begins with having space, releasing doubt. Happiness begins by knowing who you are and letting go of what isn't deserving of you, right? So embrace these choices, tap into that, increase your self-confidence and your self-esteem by taking ownership of your thoughts and of your actions. Your self-worth is coming from this. So your self-worth has to be supported by your actions, your choices, and the people you're around. If you feel unworthy, if you have a problem with self-confidence, if you have a problem trusting people, it's because the choices you're making are bringing in the elements in your environment to support the opposite of what you think you want. Now we need to get into that place where we know what we want because you got to gain control over your life. You have to learn to embrace empowerment and take ownership, acknowledge it, allow, allow the flow of life to move what's not for you out of your life. And this is going to be by improved decision-making, recognizing that your choice is powerful, taking accountability, becoming more thoughtful, being more deliberate, not, not demoralizing yourself with self-depreciating statements, going forward with yes and no, not being a maybe baby, 
There's no such thing as maybe if you want to make it in this world. Stay away from maybes. Maybe is a no. So if you consider this kind of like how this is going to set you up for long-term growth, it's going to feel a little bit weird as you start to work this way, but then it's going to make sense and it's going to come back to the space that you need. So we'll go into part two coming through. Uh, we'll put up another episode about releasing your old story and embracing the new life and some ways to do that. But I wanted to pop in and I wanted to put this out there because I know you want to create the life that you desire. But now we got to figure out how do we, how do we light that fire? How do we start? Because so many people ask me, Ryan, but what do I do? How do I get there? And the way that you get there is you need to have more to get there with. What you're working with is very limited. In it's, if we were to look back with hindsight, what you're working with is being put in places where it's being lost and it's not benefiting your future. You're making choices that are continually repeating because you're giving your presence to the past. You're in homage. You're worshiping where you were, not where you want to be. So once we switch that, once we target those focal points, once we put a curse word jar up on your counter and every time you depreciate yourself with your dialogue, you put a little, you put a dollar in there for me. And then when you get up to a hundred dollars, you send me a donation and you say, damn it, Ryan, you're so right. I've been dogging myself. So that's one of the things we're going to do. You're going to set up a curse jar and every time you dog yourself, you're putting a dollar in and that dollar goes directly to me because my voice is in your head and it is worth something. And I want that back. <laughs> All right, everybody, I'm sending you a lot of love. School of Consciousness podcast has been put here so that you can really learn to live your life in a conscious manner. And if you want to check out the community on soc.live, I'm inviting you three days free on me. Come on and check it out. Stay aware on Instagram. It's Ryan Keys to Love because it used to be Ryan Keys to Life, but I know that love is actually Love is the bread and butter of what life is. Life, life is, is kind of not even, uh, life without love isn't worth a living. So we're going to find love everywhere we go. Peace, light, and love. And I will see you all soon. RyanKeys.com, info at RyanKeys if you need to see me, uh, .com. And then follow me on YouTube at the Cosmic Messages with Ryan Keys. Uh, we're live on Tuesdays. We're live on Wednesdays. And we're going to be adding an um, exciting um uh, twice a week, uh, twice a month, uh, enlightened love lounge on that as well. So peace, light and love. I'll talk to you all soon.